This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Swaggle or no horn swaggle? Uh, horny swaggle. Horny swaggle. Well, oh, I don't know sorry. quite. It is a horn swaggle. It yes. is? Yeah, the, the local was... ones. The Canadian are the smaller ones. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's not horny schwaggle, it's horn schwaggle. So so he got oh, one right. Oh. He's got it right. Congratulations. All right, that's okay. one. Okay. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, all right. That was worth being on hold 40 minutes. So shooting, if you're uh, shooting, hunting, you ever hunt pheasants before? Uh, you... uh, no. No, okay. But take a shot anyway. No pun intended okay. here. If you are um, hunting pheasants, Using shotgun loads of four to six shot is a good all-around load for pheasant hunting. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I will say no hornswoggle. Hey, we got a, a winner. Give us a ring over there. Okay, let's see if you get the last. Let's see if you get the last one. Uh, though gray squirrels and fox squirrels can often be found in the same woods, they don't really often interbreed. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Ah, uh, that is. No horn Hey, three for three. Wow. All right. That's He's a true. smart guy. That's your smart cookie, Pete. So anyway, uh, what would you like as far as uh, bait mate? What flavor for fish? What do you, what do you fish for? Uh, walleye. Walleye. You got it. And do you want some uh, Coleman Deet or Deetless? Oh, Deet. Deet. Okay. Okay. good stuff. Yeah. Okay. 40%, 100%. What do you think? Uh, 100%. 100%. Okay, we got you All down right. there, Pete. It's on its way. Thanks for holding. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Sorry, guys. Pete. All right. All right. Take care, and man. now it is time for the sports update with uh, a little late, but that's all right. With yeah, Ryan Horvath. Take Lied it away, Ryan. Our pants. <laughs> I can't believe all three of us forgot. Sports Flash, right, right now. Happy Saturday morning from the Master Z's WSSP Sports Update Studio. I'm Ryan Horvath. Get end of summer savings at Master Z's in Waukesha. Master Z's, the place to go for your new grill and patio furniture. Shop the great selections today at Master Z's in Waukesha and find them online at masterz's.com. First on the fan, the Brewers take game one from the Giants, 4-2 on Friday night. Ryan Braun hit a two-run homer in the first inning, scoring Lorenzo Cain to put the Brewers on the board. The Giants would answer back with two runs of their own before Jesus Aguilar hit a two-run double in the seventh inning to give the crew the lead for good. Josh Hader would come in and pick up the win. He pitches two scoreless innings, strikes out five, walks just one. Brewers look to take game two tonight at 6-10 when they send Gio Gonzalez to the mound. Gonzalez will make his pitching debut for the crew after being traded from the Washington Nationals just a week ago. Elsewhere around the NL Central, more good news. 
Cubs in a rain delay last night. They don't end up playing in Washington, so they're going to play a doubleheader today. The Cardinals get beat in walk-off fashion last night against the Tigers. They lose that one 5-3, to so the Brewers now own a game-and-a-half lead over the Cardinals for the top National League wildcard spot. Week 1, just 24 hours away. Packers host the Bears on Sunday Night Football. Kickoff at 7.20 after the game. Tune into the Green and Gold postgame show with Bill Michaels and former Packer and Badger Gary Ellerson. College football today. The fifth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers host New Mexico at Camp Randall. Kickoff scheduled for 11 a.m. Some other notable games. Chip Kelly and UCLA take on number 6 Oklahoma. Georgia travels to South Carolina. And tonight's nightcap, number 10 Stanford hosts number 17 USC. I'm Ryan Horvath, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Listen live on the radio.com app, 12.50 a.m. and 105.7 FM, The Fan. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, thanks for joining us for the second hour with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Neubauer, Ryan Horvath on the boards. And, uh, you know, as we we like to tell you, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. We invite you to call into the show at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Got any questions or comments? We're going to try to get a hold of Paul Mahalik, see what's going on out there on the Madison chain. We're, we're always... And Danny, well, and I'm blaming you for the Hornschwaggle problem. I'm blaming you. We, we're, you, you we are with, always <laughs> well rehearsed. Tom and I get together and have meetings for oh, hours yeah. every Wednesday night. We talk about at 6.40, I'm going to yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. 7.10, we're going to do this. Yeah, we, we this uh, is an organized show, my friends. Let and we, we, we want to thank Pete for being so patient with us and holding on. And we want to thank the people in yep, blue, the yep. law enforcement officers out there protecting us. Cutting Edge Outdoor supports our local law enforcement and national law enforcement. 110% we support the military. We respect the firefighters, first responders, people out there protecting us. Thank you for doing what you do. And now we have Paul Mahalik on the line. Uh, he's an expert fisherman. Hey, Paul. What's happening, Paul? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, we had a good. caller earlier asked us about the Madison chain, like uh, what's the launches like, or if it, they got a high, uh, no wake going on. Or what do you know? What? Yeah, what do you know? Well, I know uh, there's no wake on all the lakes there. Okay. Uh, there, there is a couple boat launches closed, and uh, I, I talked to my uh, buddy up there, uh, and he told me he thinks the no wake might be in effect until ice fishing season, possibly. Oh, jeez, really? He's, he said the water is so high. He said it's. Uh, 
it's going to take a long time. That's what, and that's what he was hearing and all, but yeah. things can change, but it's all no week right now. Yeah. Cause I bet you those launches are just underwater right now. I mean, they're just all, all the yeah, way up to I parking know the parking area. Old, the old bridge launch on Monona, that's closed. Yeah. Yeah. You wow. Can, you can't even go out there, but he said, the, uh, most of the launches opened up again, but they, most of them were all closed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so that one's closed. Uh, some of the others, though, have opened up, you're basically saying. Yeah, yeah, there's only one or two, it sounds like, that are still closed. But, you know, no wake on the whole lake, which is uh, it's good for fishermen. It just takes you a little bit of time to get where you're going. Yeah. Unless, yeah, unless you like to do a lot of trolling. You know? how, uh, Paul, how has your season been in the last couple of weeks? Can you give us a little synopsis? Uh, it, it's been uh, It's been pretty good. I've been... Uh, Fishing Delavan and uh, Winnebago and Pewaukee. Okay. Uh, I just started fishing muskies uh, uh, again this week. I, you know, I just shut it down a little bit for uh, about seven weeks. I didn't get out there. I just chased the, you know, chased uh, other stuff, you know, like Winnebago and Delavan, yeah. and that was and that was good too. And now I now I'm. Uh, I'll probably do ninety percent. I'll be musky fishing. How uh, you were out? You said. Uh... For muskie this this week, then you went out and gave it a shot. Yeah, I was out. I was out on Wednesday. How uh, how did you move any fish or what? Yeah, I got a thirty six, a thirty two, and had a big one up that wouldn't eat. But both fish that I caught uh, hit way out. You really? Know, and uh, yep, which is <clears throat> you know that water's so clear now. Right. I uh, I haven't uh, been out. You know, like I said, it. Uh, for like seven weeks, but my first part of the season, uh, it was not, uh, you know, we, we had eight fish, we had 44 fish up to the boat, uh, caught seven out of the 44 fish we saw. And out of the, out of the 44 fish we saw, we only had two fish turn on figure eights, yeah, they, which is really unusual. You know, uh, you back, you know, Years ago, you're catching, you know, well over, you know, 60% of your fish were on figure eights. But now that water is so clear. I think with the zebra mussels, how they, they cleared up the water a little bit. Those muskies, they can really see you. So, hey, I got a question about Delavan Lake. When were you there last? Yesterday. Yeah? How'd you do? Uh, we had a 22-inch walleye and, like, uh, 22 blue panfish, 22 bluegills. Did you... Uh... Find any crappies? Were you fishing for no, them at all? Cra- no? <clears throat> no, and that's uh, you know that's always a sign of fall too when you start the crappies start moving back. Yeah, I, I last week I, we had two crappies out there, but very very few crappies so far. But it will they will start appearing. Again. Yeah, well, I'm going out there tomorrow out to Delavan, and uh, hopefully uh, it was this about this time last year we caught a lot of big crappies big perch some nice bluegills i mean other fish too but you know bass and northern and that but uh, i'm looking forward to to hopefully finding those fish active and hungry tomorrow yeah there's you know i i think uh they'll be starting to slide back up into the weeds and weed edges pretty quick and yep and that's right where we got them oh yeah Yeah, that's right where we got them last year you know on about it was about I don't know, about 10, 12 feet of water, weed line edges, you know, and uh, and, and we go to the south end, you know, on the big flat right, there, 
And yeah. uh, that's that's a good spot. But we're also going to, you know, do some bass fishing, too, and that, see what else we can catch just well, yeah, for the heck of it. There's a lot of, you know, fishing bluegills, you catch a lot of bass. Yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot of nice bass in that lake. Yeah. Hey, uh, Paul, what's the water temps on Pewaukee right now? Uh, when I was out there, it was 74. Wow, still pretty yeah. warm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's... Uh, and I know it's supposed to warm up again in a couple of days, but yeah, these you know with the cooler nights and all that, those water temperatures won't go up much anymore. No, they'll they'll start dropping fast with the cooler nights. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, be. that's a fact. And that'll be good for uh, us fall fishermen for fall fishing. Oh, I, that'll I, be good. I love it. I, I, I yep. love it. I love it. it's a uh, favorite. September is mm-hmm. probably my favorite month of the year, for, especially for casting for muskies. Yeah, gotcha. it's a good time of the year. It's a good time up in northern Wisconsin too. September exactly. is always good. Yep. Yeah, it's good. All right, Paul, well, thank Thanks, you. Paul. I'm going to give, uh, by the way, if you want to contact Paul uh, for a guide trip, 520-0542. I would recommend it highly, 414-520-0542. If you want to catch a muskie, call Paul. You better call Paul. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see, like you. see you, Paul. Take it easy. All right, take it easy. Okay, bye bye now. now. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, you know, Tom should, made it funny. Yeah, <laughs> better. We should be. We should. That's have, the first good one you've actually. You know, I've actually ever heard. You know, you, you know, he <laughs> tries to be funny, but he's only terrible. I'm I think you were funny. I get no respect. No respect at all. Oh, jeez, there he is <laughs> trying to be funny again. Ha ha. Uh, I used to no. Seriously, when I used to golf with my one brother, he'd wear this goofy looking hat. And it always reminded me of that in Caddyshack when Rodney Dangerfield, when that one guy was buying that one hat, that stupid-looking hat, the Japanese guy. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't no. remember that. Oh, and uh, and then he would say something like, oh, but on you it looks good, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he said, "Who? what do you get, a free bowl of soup? What do you buy? A hell? Oh, and then he saw the Japanese guy with the, oh, but on you it looks good, you know? Uh and I would always do that to my brother. I'd tease him about that stupid hat he was wearing. It was some straw thing, you know, and he's like, oh, God. Always reminded me of Rodney Dangerfield. A straw hat. <laughs> yeah, it was like a fedora only made out of straw. So it was kind of Speaking weird. of, I got to get a yeah. new cutting-edge outdoors hat. Yeah, we got them at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Bar and Casino. Yeah. Right there on the lake, Highway SS by Waterfront Pub. Mm-hmm. Yep, you get that uh, cutting edge outdoors hat. They got them in uh, camel, yep. you know, camel with the orange cutting edge outdoors. They got uh, they got the black ones with the white writing, and I think black with the chartreuse writing. So they really stand out. They're really cool. Yeah, definitely. You know why I got to get another one, Tom? Why, why is that? <laughs> well, Danny? I used it as my hunting hat, one just like you. Yeah, you, now didn't, the... you didn't lose it. Did you? Well, you oh, know... they also have orange ones for the deer hunting season. Right. Well. What yeah. happened was Waka's daughter, Tahi, and yeah. her neighbor friend, Mia, from across the street, the two twin eight-year-old terrors, were running through my apartment, and they grabbed my hats. And one of them said, I want a cutting-edge outdoors hat. So how are you going to say no to a little right. girl? yeah. So I said, okay, Mia, you can have the hat. So she took the hat. And I don't think I'll ever see her wearing that hat ever again. God knows that hat is probably laying behind a dumpster on the ground somewhere. 
soon as she lost interest. But mm-hmm. hence, I need a new cutting-edge outdoors hat. Well, I, I, I think they'll give you a deal on one. You, you gotta, <laughs> have you got a hookup for yeah. me to get a cutting-edge yeah. outdoors hat? Yeah, I think so. I think you can get a deal on one of those. I could use one because I might, you know, get it. Since get you are the cutting-edge well, outdoors. hunting season is here. <laughs> Yeah, when we come back, uh, yeah. maybe we can talk a little hunting when we come Yeah, come let's back. do that. And, and of course, uh, like Paul was saying, like if you're into crappie fishing, they are they are going to be, you know, a lot of them spend a lot of time suspended. A lot of them are on deep weed line edges, but they start moving in a little closer when it starts getting a little cooler. And uh, by, by golly, I can't, by gosh, by I can't golly, wait by for gum. tomorrow. I'm, I, you know, see, here's the thing I was got to tell you real quick. We were going to go to Winnebago. But they're calling for windy or high winds, and I don't want to be on Winnebago if it's really windy out. So where uh, my son said, well, then I want to go to Delavan. You know, time might be right for us to hit those crappies. I mean, you'll always catch bass. You'll always catch northerns. You might catch a few walleye. But, you know, you always catch those other fish But what we're look- and bluegills. But what we're looking for are the bigger crappies, the big perch, and the big bluegills. And hopefully this will be the right time tomorrow. So we'll see. i got to go to bed early because we're going to get up early. So. You're old. You always go to bed early. Yeah, but even earlier. <laughs> okay, we're going to be right back. As he goes home today. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Ryan, you can hit it now here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, folks, you know what time it is. We almost forgot to mention it, but it is time for the NFL football picking contest, which we do yearly. Now, Danny's won it a few times. I've won it a few times. Our producers run it, won it a few times. I don't think the callers have ever won it, but I don't know. I'm not sure, Danny. Do you think the callers have ever won the NFL football picking contest? I, I, don't I don't think so. I don't think you'd remember regardless. I don't um, think so. Anyway, so but shot. anyway. All right. It's a new season. Same rules as before. The callers have to either tie or beat us, and which means that you're going to win. <laughs> uh, you're going to win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. That is definitely worth playing the game. Now, we got a caller on the line. Uh, we got who we got Paul. Paul, yeah, I should yeah. probably turn my mic on. Yeah, not the we, same Paul. We got the NFL music going? This is... Uh, uh, that's a different one. Yeah, this is a weird NFL <laughs> films we got going here. I don't well, know. you know what? We'll we'll clean it up next week. We'll get it going next week. But anyway, so let's get our caller on the air and let's make our picks, Yeah, Ryan. let's do it. Let's do it. Paul, Paul, you there? Yeah. All right. You know how this game works, right? Yeah. All righty. We'll let Ryan take it over. He'll tell us who's playing and what the point spread is. first game is. So we'll start with college football. A game coming up here shortly at 11 a.m. The Wisconsin Badgers hosting New Mexico today. Uh, The line opened up, I believe, at 37, dropped down to 36 and a half. The Badgers were favored by. Now it's down to 35 points. Uh, Wisconsin at home last week, unable to cover the spread this week. 35-point favorites once again over New Mexico. Okay, and who do you got, Paul? 
Got to go with <clears throat> got to go with Wisconsin. You're going to take Wisconsin and giving up the points. Danny, who do you like? New Mexico. Yep, and I'm and I also am going to take New Mexico and the points. Well, you guys are scaring me because I've already sent my pick in and it, I took well, the Badgers 35 today. Well, write it all down. Danny's got New Mexico. I got New Mexico. Oh, you yeah, got you're Wisconsin. talking like you did some for real gambling. No, there, no, the ba- Badgers are too nice. They don't. They don't. They don't whack it up on these. Well, guys. that's what I'm they thinking. Should. They're not gonna. They're no. not gonna try any just whacking like, it. Just like last week, you know, yeah, whack See, it up on them. The thing is, is that they they kind of have to though now in college okay. football. I mean, they dropped a ranking already. Okay, what's next? All right, next. Um, well, let's go with the with the one that we all want to talk about. I usually would go with this one last, but let's go uh, Bears and Packers because that line uh, keeps moving all around. It started at like nine. The Packers now just seven point favorites yes. after the Bears uh, trade for Cleo. Seven point favorite, Paul. Who do you got? Well, it's, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm going to go with the Packers. All right, Paul's uh, callers got Paul's got the Packers. Danny, who do you like? Uh, where's the game played at? At Lambeau. Lambeau. Field. And it's seven point spread. Yep. Seven points. Packers are favored. Yep. Yep. You know what? The Packers, being as, you know, they don't take the preseason serious at all. And, you know, they have Rodgers carrying a clipboard 99.9. They always come out rusty the first couple games. So the Packers will win, but it's going to be within seven. Okay. I'm going to take, uh, so you're taking the Bears. Correct mundo. Okay. And I am going to take the Packers. And Ryan, who are you going to take? Uh, I'm going with Danny. Same thing. I think the okay. Packers win 24-20, so I'll take okay. the Bears to cover. Oh, I think the Packers will. Anyway. You the, always who, take the Packers. Uh, that's right. I'm a homer. So, All right. We got who, the who hated got? Minnesota Vikings. They're at home. Uh, their season opener is against the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. The Vikings, uh, that line actually just moved as I'm looking at it. They were seven-point favorites. That one now down to six and a half. The Vikings favored by six and a half over the 49ers at home. And who do you got, Paul? Well, I want to go with the Vikings. All right. Danny? Vikings have a great defense, and, uh, yeah, I think they're going to at least one pick on Garoppolo. Yeah, and, and I got to I gotta agree. I Even though I don't want the Vikings to win, I, I think they do cover this spread. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings too. How about you there, Ryan? Yeah, unfortunately, I hate to say it. I, I think know. the Vikings, yeah. I, th- I think they get it done. Okay, who's next? So next, we have to go down the list a little bit here. And um, for some reason, this spread just disappeared on me, so I'm sorry. Let me... Uh, okay, we're, he's me, looking. Let me pull it up on my phone because what, <laughs> well, what happened is uh, we got a Monday night football game. Yeah. you got to excuse so us, go. Paul. The first week of this is always a little rough. Sorry, but that's Paul, all right. I forgot that the Lions are playing on Monday night football. Oh, there we go. And so it's uh, the Jets are traveling to take on the Detroit Lions. This is a Monday night football game. Uh, The Lions right now, no spread on this. Oh, I'm sorry, here it is. Six and a half. The Lions are six and a half point favorites at home in Detroit, uh, taking on the New York Jets, who are starting a rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. Oh, boy. What do you like, Paul? Well, I think the Lions will probably take it. Yeah. Danny, you think like that, too? Huh? You think that Detroit's going to win? Detroit do have a good defense. Um, uh, yeah. And, I, you know, I'm going to go Detroit also. Ryan? I'm going to take the Jets to cover the points. I think Sam Darnold will look all right, and I yeah. think uh, Detroit will win maybe by three. But I all think right. the Jets might be a little bit better than people right. expect. Is And that's all the games we got in our division, right? Yeah, that's, that's all it. we have, yep. All right, well, Paul, good luck. 
and uh, you'll be getting your $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. Have you ever been out there? I, I was there last year. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is a neat place. All right, thanks, hang on, Paul. Hang on the line, oh, Yeah, Paul, hang on the line. All right, we need your you. address and all that. Okay, thanks. Bye now. Yeah, at Curly's Waterfront Pub, you can you can find out all their you know Packer drink specials and all the you know they got a lot of different specials going on every Packer game and I think Badger game as well. But you can find out more about what's going on during the games if you go to Curly'sWaterfront.com. That's Curly'sWaterfront.com. It's the place to meet, laugh, eat, drink, and just plain old enjoy life. And enjoy watching the Packers whoop up on the Bears. Uh, I actually think they are going to – I think they're going to win big. Think I, so? I think they're going to win by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I I know the, the – you know, the Bears got that Khalil Mack guy, but, hey, we got Ryan Bolaga. The Bolaga. Almost sounds like a caviar, doesn't it? Bolaga caviar. Uh, I think uh, it sounds like a sausage, Tom. Yeah, like a big sausage, a bulaga. Yeah. Uh, give me a uh, two-pound bulaga. <laughs> Two pounds of that and, uh, fresh bulaga over there, And eh? a pound of cheese. <laughs> some of the crackers. We got fresh bulaga and cheese. Oh, goodness me. Well, he's going to – hey, he's got to cover the workload on – Mac, now this Khalil Mac guy, I guess from what I heard, they're going to be throwing him in on third downs, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they're just going to say, "Go get number twelve. You know, that's what they're basically going to do. So um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I think the Packers will do fine. I guess it's time for a break. I guess it, it is about that time. Now, when we come back, Danny wants to talk a little hunting. That's and, right. And if you got any questions or comments, four one four seven nine nine. 1250. 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more with Danny Bush, me, Tom Neubauer, and Ryan Horvath as produ- as the producer, uh, playing with all those buttons over there. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoor 799-1250. We want to thank you for listening out there in the highways, the byways, the waysides, the boat launches, in your car, in your truck. It, at the, uh, you know, Tom, uh, we've got some people in fire stations that listen to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got some people in police stations that listen to us. We, we, got, we got police officers listening we, to us in their car, in their squad cars. We, we don't, we really can't say that. Well, we no, can't say that, but no, I know no. they do. Okay, they do. But thank you for listening, everybody out there. And Oh, I, goodness. Oh, darn it. My coffee got cold. I had a drink of cold. I'd rather have had an ice cube in it. If it's going to be cold, make it really cold. Anyway, so. If it's going to be cold, make it really cold. Yeah, yeah. You ever drink iced coffee? You ever uh, had that? Yeah, I had it for the first time. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's all right. right. It's not my favorite, but it's all right. Yeah, iced uh, coffee. Yeah, it's not favorite. But I, I just don't like those crepuccinos. You know, I mean, they taste really good, but they're so full of sugar and all that stuff. Oh, you know? that's really good. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's like really hot good, chocolate. but it's like it's uh, over overly sweet, I guess. I you know, I think when I like when I want coffee, I want coffee. Period. <laughs> oh goodness! But you know, one thing, I can't 
my boys won't let me drink coffee before we go fishing. Because you got to use the can. I, I always got to go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> anyway, so goose season is open. The teal season, the early teal season is now over. Talked to a number of guys that did really good on that. So, but yeah. The goose is still open, and uh, squirrels and rabbits are open now, right? Down nope, here? Nope, not yet. Nope. It's wrong, uh, wrong El When Guapo. is that? It's open up north, right? No. No, wrong, not yet. Wrong, wrong. You're jumping the gun, Tom. It's in October? Okay, here's what we got going. What do we got going? Cottontail rabbit, rabbit, northern zone, September 15th. See, I knew that was coming up. Yeah, yeah, but today's only the 8th. Yeah, is it the 8th or the 9th? I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> uh, southern it's zone right here. opens October 20th. It, you're right, it is. And the then 8th. the squirrels open September 15th. Uh, now the early goose opens September 1st and runs through the 15th, and then you got the regular goose right, yeah. starting. Uh, here's one that you don't think about a whole lot. Crow opens September 15th and it goes to November 15th and then it closes and runs from January 18th to March 20th. Now, why in the wide world, why would they close it? I don't. Oh, oh, wait a minute. When is, when is it closed? The first closing? It closes, it runs through November 15th and then from November 16th through January 17th, it's closed. You know why, maybe? Why? Because there's a lot of gut piles out in the woods, and the crows take care of them. Tom, maybe. One of, the, one of the reasons, maybe. I don't know. You truly are a genius, my friend. I never would have thought you know, of that. Hey, you know, uh, in this, you got the new uh, Badger Sportsman magazine there in yeah. front of you. Yep. And they got a couple of bear articles that I read, which were very interesting. A couple of bear hunt articles. Oh. They were good. Yeah, they were very good. Yeah, we got the new uh, if if anybody out there wants to pick up the greatest Wisconsin outdoor magazine anyway. Um the Badger Sportsman is chuck full of great articles. They really vary it a lot too. They mm-hmm. there's something for everybody. It's not all just fishing or all just hunting. It's v- quite varied and great photographs and so forth. So And it's uh, all about Wisconsin. Yeah. Everything is Wisconsin based. Yeah. Everything's Wisconsin-based because we're from Wisconsin. There's an article in there about crappie fishing on rivers, um, but uh, I don't don't do much crappie fishing on rivers. I've done it before, but not, I mean, I don't specifically go to rivers rivers for crappies, but I suppose if I live closer to the Wisconsin River or something, I would, Mm -hmm. you know, but since I don't. (laughs) Here's here's a good article by Captain Lee Hausch. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... I've read he, he he's a charter captain charter on guy. Lake Michigan, and yeah. he's got a beautiful big bear here. Uh, looks like he got it, Florence County. I'm just kind of glancing quick. I mm-hmm. anyway, um, the thing I like about it, he's he's got a lever action Winchester. It looks like with the bear. So I'm wondering if he got that with a classic Model 94. Although it could be a Henry rifle. They make a lot of different uh, big well, bores. In, I, read, I read now. that article, and it was before the bear hunt season. His dad was getting older and all that, and uh, his dad gave him a gun out of his gun cabinet that, uh, hey, that Captain Lee was the looking at. It's Winchester Special, Model 94. That's uh, what oh, it may, says. Oh, maybe it was the other one. Well, maybe that, but his dad gave him a forty four mag. Um, Wait a second. Now, it might have been the other bear article. You're in the other bear article, <laughs> my <be>. friend. <laughs> might okay. <be. laughs> um, so I was it, reading it last night. I read a so whole bunch here, of articles. Here we go. He used his dependable Winchester Model 94 with 32 Special. 
when I was uh, 11 years old, I got a nice little card from my dad at Christmas saying how proud he was when I was born, and he gave me a nice 19, made in 1960, uh, which that's what he said on the note. This rifle's almost as old as you are, uh, 32 Winchester Special, and I've still got that rifle. Uh, I've saved it. I've got eight old Winchester Silver tip, 170 grain. They're classic. They're in the old yellow box with that big silver tip that they had on the old ones. Yeah, when they called yeah. them silver tip, they were silver tip. I've saved those for my next bear tag, and the next time I pull the trigger, I'm going to send one of those 50-year-old Winchester silver tips into the into the lungs of a bear. What the, caliber is that again? It's a Winchester, 32 Winchester 32. Special, yeah. which is virtually identical in ballistics to a 30-30. Mm-hmm. There are some people that say, you know, that the deer, deer or bear is not going to know the difference whether they got hit with a thirty thirty uh, or a thirty two special. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, uh, it's it's a fine round, and I got plenty of shells. And I think for old times, all sake, you need is one. The last time I pulled the trigger <laughs> on that, I sent a nice eight point buck toppling over a ridge in Monroe County mm-hmm. when it popped up over a ridge and it was looking at me and I shot dead on at it and caught it in the neck and it just disappeared. And uh, I've got that buck on the wall and I haven't hunted with the 32 Special since, but I'm saving it for that last hunt and then I'll probably sell the rifle to somebody who's got a kid they want to give it to. Because mm-hmm. I have no kid I'm going to give it to That doesn't have a someday. big kick on it? No, 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 not a, no. It's not a, a nice little, uh, nice little firearm. So uh, mm-hmm. is that open sights? Open sights. Yeah. First deer I ever shot mm-hmm. was running down a ridge. Um, I was 14 years old, and this deer came flying down the ridge, and my adrenaline was sky high. My dad was up on top of the ridge, and I was walk, walking the river, and I heard him blazing away with his 306, which sounded like a cannon echoing down. And of course, my your heart rate as a kid it immediately heart rate went into overdrive. And I heard him yelling, even as I could hear the deer coming down, he's yelling, they're coming your way, Daniel. And then I just, I opened up, boom, 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 five <laughs> shots, and it disappeared. And I shot just like that, boom, 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 boom. And my uncle came and goes, someone shooting an automatic over there? And I said, no, it was me with the lever. He goes, you can't shoot, nobody can shoot accurate if you're shooting that fast. I said, well, I got the deer. Yeah, hit him twice. Last <laughs> shot hit it in the head. So that was my first deer, a little nub buck. Oh, I was so goodness. happy and proud. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was with the old 32 special. You know, that's one thing, Danny, you mentioned. You know, like some, some people are, are deer snobs. They only think of, of, of anything worth shooting has got big antlers on it, you know. And I'll tell you what, you take a youngster out and they, they shoot a doe. They're as proud as can be. It doesn't matter how big, if there's if it's got horns or not has horns. It doesn't matter. That kid is going to be just as proud of that animal, no matter what, you know, that they actually got one. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right. people who are, well, you know, you know it, antler it, snobs. Well, again, some of my uh, best shots have been at does or nutbucks flying <laughs> sure, through a marsh. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a uh, monster buck, but uh, I don't know. Matter. And, you know, one thing I've always said, I, I you know, you, you, when you're eating them, I mean, you can't eat antlers, and uh, they all taste the same to me. Well, a monster buck standing broadside is you got to rest from uh, some stand in a little uh, sh- shanty somewhere. Yeah, is a yeah. lot easier to hit than one flying through a cattail marsh. Those would be a that would be a hard shot. Yeah, I know I missed a couple like that. 
As a matter of fact, I missed them all. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm throwing, I'm throwing, I'm throwing, I'm throwing some lead in my day and uh, not got nothing. But you know, this that's is, why when you do put them down, it makes it all the more. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of these gun clubs are going to be having their uh, sight-ins. Probably, I don't know if it'll be this month or next month, but a lot of them are going to be having their sight-ins where you go and sight in your rifle. Making sure everything's okay. Are you going to do that, Danny, or do you already you already know what it's going to do? I uh, I took um, I I took my firearms. They're already sighted in, mm. and I'm almost to the point. They always say you should go out before and yeah. shoot it just in case. You know, I had that old thirty oh six uh, pump I got from my dad, and honest to God, I did not change the sights on that thing for twenty five years. Yeah. It was always on. It was always on. It was always yeah. on. In fact, Dad used to keep it up at his place, and he'd say, do you want me to sight it in? I'd say, nah, don't worry about it, Dad. And I'd go up, get it from him, and go out and shoot a deer. But, you know, once in a while he'd take a crack, take one shot at the range, mm-hmm. make sure it's on. You know, the mm-hmm. worst The worst was my Uncle Don. One time he shot a big buck. We went to make a drive by a river, and he stood on the riverbank, and he spotted a deer standing on the other side of the river. It wasn't even part of our drive. Mm-hmm. And he saw a big-bodied deer, and he, he shot with his 300 Savage. And it dropped. So after the drive, we had to go wait across the river. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think we had a little boat at the time. I had picked up this little, tiny little boat that we dragged down to the river. A little, little, little skiff. little John boat or something. Yeah. yeah, and we went across the river, and turned out it was an eight-point buck. Really, he didn't even know it was a buck when he shot, and it weighed over two hundred pounds. It wow. was a big buck. That was a big. But one. he hit it in the neck, and we said, "Were you aiming at the neck?" He goes, "No, I was aiming at the shoulder, which was like a full <laughs> twenty inches away." <laughs> we said, course. "We said, oh," and then he goes, "Well, he goes." I did drop the rifle out of the tree in Minnesota during the season and bent the front sight all the way to the side. Oh, no. He said, so I hammered it back so it looked straight, and I took a <laughs> shot at a tree, and it hit the tree, so I figured <laughs> so it was good. It was good. That was my uncle. <laughs> That's funny. And he'd never miss. <laughs> That's funny. Who do you got on the line? We'll take a quick call before a break. Uh, Don. Yeah, okay. Hey, good morning, Don. How you doing today? Okay, this is Don Mosquito, guys. I got a... A uh, Dan Weston. That's when they broke off and uh, a 357 Magnum uh, uh, with an eight-inch barrel and a four-inch barrel. It's got a wooden carved handle. Very I nice. That's, I think that's where it took you shackles. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, nice gun. And you can actually, as long as the barrel is long enough, you can use a 357 uh, for deer yep. in Wisconsin. Yep. Although I did have a friend right. of mine who. He uh he said he hit one. He he said it wasn't too cool. He had to hit one like seven times. He said he he'd go with the forty four Magnum or forty one really? Magnum yeah. something I a little also, bit. Guys, I also got a a, a Marlin lever action with a long barrel. That's a gun they don't make anymore either. Uh, thirty thirty. Yeah, that would be the old Marlin three thirty six, I think. And the lever action Marlin was right up there in the Wisconsin deer camps, along with the model ninety yeah. fours. I shot a lot of deer with that when I was younger. Oh but, yeah, you can imagine. You got a scope on yeah. that thing? So, those are two collectors that I got. I think. Uh, don't you guys think so? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah they're, sure. They're always, uh, you know, what you could do if you, if you know, if you don't have like a, a young youngster, a relative that you can introduce the sport and hand it on down to. You can always yeah, go. I got one. three daughters. Oh well, there hey. you go. Maybe get them involved in the sport. Yeah. No, they're, they're too. No, they're feminine. They don't. They don't like hunting. But I got 
couple of grandsons at him, maybe they'll be interested. There in you that. go. But there you go. Be there a good grandpa. Go. And That's right. Christmas. Yeah. And teach them the right way, right? Right. All right. Well, thanks for All calling. Right. Thanks for listening. Congrats okay, on those nice you guys. guns. Have a good one. Yeah, yep, take care. You. Those are some nice uh, firearms. All right, we got. Oh, we got to go to a break. So, well, when we come back, yeah. I'm going to talk difference, Marlin and Winchester. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, you want to take us to a break, Ryan? It, yep. Take it's us to Tom, a break, Dan, Ryan. Ryan. We're all here this morning having hey, a good time. The gang's all here. Yep, and glad you folks are uh, joining you? us. Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. Stay. Well, not quite all for today, but we're working our way there, 799-1250. Thanks for listening. If you have a uh, fishing uh, report, I got a couple things here, Tom, I want to share with our listening audience. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. They had a a meeting about ruffed grouse, Um, and you can go online to the DNR website uh, under ruffed grouse from the 5th through the 12th and put in your opinions uh, they're talking about possibly shortening the season. So they already had right, a meeting. I right, think they had the meeting right. on September 6th, but now right. you have until the 12th. So if you didn't make it to the meeting, uh, you can do that. Uh, if you're a uh, trout fisherman, they're going to be having a meeting on September 11th at 7 o'clock in Fitchburg. Uh, they're talking about uh, possible regulation change on a Black Earth Creek, mm-hmm. which is a trout, trout right. stream. Right. Isn't that the catch and release stream, or maybe I'm uh, not sure. I saw some pictures of some people with some beautiful looking yeah, trout. They look yeah. like rainbows. Might be. Maybe one of our trout fishermen friends yeah. can, who, if they if they fish that, can give yeah. us a call. I got a question for you, Dan. Yeah. How do you feel about the upcoming year next April? I know it's a ways away, but they're talking about doing online voting for delegates in Wisconsin Conservation Congress. How do you feel about that online voting? Um, the, uh, are you saying people would cheat Tom and vote oh. more than once? And <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, we get a lot of the wrong people voting people. What, what they're talking about maybe, or people have, uh, proposed that people voting should have a previous year's license or that year's license or something, you know, to show that they are a outdoors person or sports person or whatever, not that just any Tom, Dick, and Harry or Mrs. Right. Mrs. Tom, Dick, or Harry can a go on and, or something. Yeah, can go on and vote just to that, change things around. And the distinct danger that the Russians could hack the election. Yeah, yeah, we don't, those Russians. You know, they, those I'm Ruskies, telling, those you, rascals. That, that true coat, you know, that comes from the factory, that true coat. <laughs> We might have Tommy, the true Neubauer, colluding with I'm the like, Ruskies. I'm colluding or canoodling. I don't know with the Russians. I got my secret phone number. You know, me and Val, you know, we've done a lot of fishing together. Yeah. We got a caller, uh, yeah. Al, who could help you out. We got about one minute only, though. So okay. Al, hi. Good morning, Al. Al Shook, a Wisconsin yes, DNR delegate. Yeah, and uh, we got about, we got about, Al, I'm talking. Al, stop. Stop. I'm talking to you. Oh. Stop, Al. <laughs> now you used a minute up, Tom. No, I just want to let Al know we got about a minute to go, so right. shoot. 
Okay. The online voting next spring is going to be for questions in the book only. Okay. And the identifier for the people voting online is going to be their zip code. That's it? You can vote three ways. You can vote at the meeting. You can attend the meeting and get a number that can only be used once for online voting. Or you can vote online without going to the meeting. And you have to identify where you're at by your zip code. Okay. And that's going to be it. And that and that's just for questions. That's just for questions. Delegate uh, voting will be at the meeting in person. Good. Good. Okay. So rest easy, Tom. I will rest easy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys Al. Have a great one. Thanks, Thanks Al. Buddy. Bye. You Once know, again, I like Tom it. Al clears. I mean, Al clears things Al up. Al clears things up, because I sometimes get things wrong. Just once in a while, but, I, but Al will clear it up for us. Thanks, Al. Do appreciate it. Anyway. I think we all ought to go to the new North Lake Landing and vote there. Have yeah. a picnic, Tom. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should knock down. We Oh, that's it. We, we get somebody out there standing on a stump saying, Scott Walker or whoever the new DNR secretary is, instead of tear down this wall, Tear down this fence. <laughs> yeah, we'll, get you. <laughs> oh, we'll get you out there leading that charge, Tom. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes we digress a little bit <laughs> on this show, especially towards the end. <laughs> yeah, you're right about oh, that. But you know what? We always have a good time. That's right. And I hope our listeners have a good time yep. with us. And uh, hopefully our listeners are getting out there for that, getting ready for the big bowl opener. Yeah. Get out, take some shots. Uh, there's a good article in Badger Sportsman about yep. archery there. Pick it up. Got some tips. Yeah, and I want to see Ryan with his own sports talk show here right before our show from yes. 3 to 6 or from 4 to 6 a.m. What's the name going to be? He up. could be. Ryan with Ryan. Would you, would you want to do it alone? with Ryan. What what's it called? Early as hell with Ryan. Early Ryan's as ride. Hell. Now what would you want to do it with somebody like uh, Billy Schmid? He'd or be, would, he'd be the only person I would do it with. How about he, okay, Ryan's you and not Billy. Lion. Ryan. Oh, there you go. Unless, unless somehow I could get the budget for Tim Allen. Yeah. I only no. want Billy or Tim though. That or, would be or a, Bill Michaels. That would be a great name. Yeah. Ryan's I could, not Lion. I could Sports. break my contract with the CEO there. You could you, come in. I could you could buy I can be bought. I got a price, Tom. Do you? I got yeah. I got a price. It's real low. <laughs> it's real low. Well, I had a good time today, fellas. Yep, that's all I got. That's me, too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go out, do something nice for someone today, my friends. We'll talk to you all next week.